Welcome to episode 6 of the unofficial Gilmore Girls podcast, where we bring you the latest news and gossip, as well as a recap from the previous episode of the Gilmore Girls, the best show on TV. I'm Alicia. And I'm David. And this episode, we're going to talk about the most recent one that came on, You've Been gilmore and we're also going to have a little bit of spoilers towards the end about what's going to happen in the next episode, Vineyard Valentine. So if you don't want to hear the spoilers, I suggest you turn it off when we start talking about the next episode. Thanks for listening. If you are a new listener, then welcome. Yeah, thanks for downloading it. And if you're a returning one, thank you. I assume that means you like us. They like us, David. They really like us. That's what I gathered. We really appreciate all of your feedback. Yeah, and all the great comments left in iTunes. I've, I, I've seen, you know, in the quantity and the quality of... Uh, of comments is, is is amazing for as short as the show's been so we we really do appreciate it and we're gracious and we apologize for not getting you the show sooner this week but i've been out of town with work um we have decided to put it out on the same same day every week now so i think that fridays we're gonna shoot gonna for friday day. yeah fridays is uh what we're gonna shoot for if it comes out earlier it comes out earlier you'll just see it on your ipod or your mp3 player sooner but uh, that's what we're shooting for. So it'll be sort of midweek where you know, you'll you'll watch the show on Tuesday and and come come the weekend or Friday through the weekend you'll be able to listen to our podcast and you know and, get your fix until the next episode. Right, you'll be able to you know get some get some heads up what's coming up for the next episode and also a recap on what happened before and you know get you jonesed about watching it on Tuesday. So um, you ready to get started about? You've been Gilmore. That's right. It's a great title, and uh, um, it's they don't always use the uh, the title. They have been lately. I've yeah, really noticed that. Maybe I've just been paying more attention. But. Maybe, but they've you know linked or made mention of the actual title in the show, or they you know it's uh, you know part of the dialogue. But so you know we'll get to that. I would say that this. I think this normally would have been considered a high drama episode until the Friday night's all right for fighting. I don't think anything's ever going to top that ever again as not, far as drama. Right, not as it relates to Friday night dinners. Yeah. It doesn't get any better than so that. So this one, it was, you know, a lot of stuff happening, but it was a little bit more mellow, a very quotable episode. Yeah, I've got lots, all these funny quotes Lots from of cute it that things really happened. Lots of the, uh, the, you know, the Gilmoreisms as they as they've coined the phrase uh, from this episode, so... Uh, those are great, and Alicia's got a lot of those for you earlier or later on in the podcast. Uh, one, the the Friday night dinner was was uh, How one it of the. started out. Yeah, they started with uh, with with the dinner. No, they didn't start with the dinner, did they? No, uh, that's later on. I had to fast forward a ways. No, Rory and, and Lorelai. That was one of the first scenes. Was Rory and Lorelai at dinner? You're thinking of Luke and Lorelai when they went to dinner. Oh yeah, they started out with Lorelai mm-hmm. and. Well, not the like not the very first scene or whatever, but like. It was the very beginning of the show. Yeah, oh, that's right, because they invited mm-hmm. Luke to come to the yeah. next Friday night dinner. I'm sorry. So, that, yeah. yeah. That, okay, you're most, getting out of order. I'm sorry. Most episodes will span like a week, but this one kind of, you know, like a week and a half or, you know, some change or whatever. But yeah, It starts was, out, um, Rory and Lorelai, I guess now after the big fight, they've agreed to still come to Friday night dinner even though the grandparents aren't paying for school. Yeah, there's no obligation, so I think that now they're starting to do it out of, you know, family camaraderie and bonding. And no, I think that was one of the conditions of the fight. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, we weren't there for the whole thing. Richard and Emily are still pretty bitter about not paying for Yale. So it was still kind of a tense dinner. Not as tense as the last one, but it was pretty bad. And then Emily started asking Lorelai about the wedding details, and she was she told her 
that the wedding's going to be on June 3rd because Emily was like, I don't know anything about it. I don't know where it is, if I'm going to be in it, if I'm invited. And Lorelai was like, it's June 3rd, but we all know that that's not the case. It's been postponed. It's been postponed, but you never know. It might be all justice of the peace thing, June 3rd. We'll see. Oh, and like, am I jumping out of order here too? But June 3rd, like, at one point in the episode, uh, Rory was Rory like, June third. June third. What's up with that? And I was like, Oh goodness, they're gonna they're gonna cover the significance of June third. But then they don't. They just said, Oh, I told her. You know, I was, you know, talking to Emily. She said I just told her what whatever she wanted to hear at the time. You know, so I was like, Ah, well, she, she meant yeah. what was with telling, you know, your my grandmother June third. Not actually what was the significance of it, but got uh, our hopes up. Yeah, I got my heart beating a little. I was like, Oh God, nothing. So, Richard. And Emily want Luke to come over to dinner. So, like, we need to get to know our future son-in-law better because I think the last time they were around him, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was at Rory's 21st birthday, and that was only for, like, a minute, you know. Yeah, where they were drinking Rory's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it tasted like My Little Ponies. <laughs> and Lorelai was like, no, he doesn't need to come. You guys don't like Luke. And she and Emily was like, I need to get to to see if he's going to be a good fit for Rory's a stepdad, and Rory was like, yeah, think about the kids. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. One thing that I did notice, Michelle pointed this out in this episode, and I know that people have mentioned this before to us, that Luke hasn't been wearing his cap that Lorelai gave him lately, and they were thinking that maybe has something to do with how he's been acting different. But he had it on this episode, so I think all is well. I hope all is yeah, well. <laughs> I, I don't know. With, it's just hard his hat goes being significant as to, you know, his feelings about things. I think that's might be reading into things a little bit. Uh, you know, the, what do they call those people? The co- not costume designers, but, uh, wardrobe people, but, you know, that might've just been not be- been in the script for him to have his hat on, you know, might not, not, might not have been appropriate. So what are you going to do? Oh, and speaking of wardrobe, oh, did you, now I mentioned it. So now I'm going to, I should have brought it up, but I, was it an email or was it a comment we got about the, uh, the little green tags in the last episode? Oh, that was, yeah. The episode episode before mm -hmm. last. Um, It was the piece of, green piece of tape that both. Yeah, as as Lorelai went to uh, Suki to tell her that the wedding was postponed. They were looking at flowers at the flower shop there. And one of our readers, or listeners, sorry, noticed that, um, emailed us that, and noticed that they each had like a piece of green tape on their shirt. Yeah, it looked like construction, like the tape you'd, you know, you'd tape up the baseboards if you're painting your house kind of thing, but instead of being blue, they were green. I don't know how we didn't see it when we watched the episodes. We went back. Somebody, when they they emailed us, I'll I'll pull that up here. Oh, it wasn't just anybody. It was uh, Sabrina. Uh, She's emailed us before. Um, She wanted to know if there was any significance to the tape, and we were like, I didn't even notice it, so I had to go back and look at it. I was scrolling through the TiVo, and I said, holy, you know, it's right there. It's, like, plain, like, right in your face. And it's not just Lorelai. Suki's got a piece of tape on her scarf as well. Right. Um, so, so we I, were thinking it might have been, like, an error from the wardrobe department, and they yeah. didn't, and, like, once the, the director saw it, he didn't want it, they didn't want to just take it out. Yeah, it, it maybe, that, maybe that marks that that's a Tuesday's wear, or maybe that marks that that's the uh, flower shop scene, is all green tapes are the flower shop scene. Anybody that's in that, you know, can pull it off the rack. So that was my initial thing. And then I started Googling green tape. And the, the closest thing I could find where it was some sort of, like, activist thing or maybe, like, they were making a statement, like some people wear, you know, pink ribbons for breast cancer and, and the like. The closest thing I found was something, something about education yeah. and teachers. Uh, green, you know, wearing green tape. Wearing green tape as a thing. I, I doubt that they're, 
you know, using the the, the show as a as a uh, medium to get that message out. I think it was just a wardrobe error. But if one, you know why, what the significance of it is, please email us. And yeah, let wearing us know. a piece of green tape on your lapel. If if it's right. if we're totally out of the ballpark here, you know, feel free to email us. So, since Emily and Richard want Luke to come to dinner, Lorelai has to coerce him into coming because, of course, he's like, hell no, I don't like them. They don't like me. I don't, I'd rather do anything else but that. And so she finally is like, okay, you remember they have alcohol there. And then she has a cute quote where she's all like, the drinks fortify us. The drinks give us strength. The drinks get us drunk. Yes. If that's the only way you can survive dinner with her parents, which is probably true. Yeah, and that quote makes me wrong from a couple other podcasts ago where I mentioned that I thought that they weren't big drinkers and that they they don't get drunk in the sense that they're like sloshed. While they're at the um, no, house. Friday night's all right for fighting. They got pretty drunk. Yeah, I know, yeah. but yeah. So I retract my earlier statement where I said that they don't get drunk there. I think this is the second big time you've been wrong, isn't it? I have been wrong, yeah, only because it's documented, but just these two times. Right. Is this and then the uh, Rory's apartment. I've been wrong. Yeah. So then Lorelai and Luke end up going to dinner with Richard and Emily, and Richard and Emily are actually in her own weird way, kind of nice to him. They are talking about the things that Lorelai and Luke should do to protect their assets as mm-hmm. far as insurance things go. And Richard starts spouting off all these insurance horror stories that he has. And yeah. when they leave dinner, Luke and Lorelai are all freaked out. And, you know, they're like, oh, my gosh, maybe we should do this. We should do this. I should read the business section of the newspaper. And then one of the things that they said was, you know, Richard was like, you know, Luke, you've just had a daughter appear out of nowhere. Are you sure that that's legit? Maybe they're just coming after you because you've actually got some net worth now, that kind of thing. And so he's, you know, he's like, do you think? He's like, no, I know that April's good, Anna's good. It's, you know, a coincidence on the timing, but I think we're okay. So I wonder if that's like a foreshadowing of what's going to come between yeah, the whole April situation. Setting it up. And, like, right when Richard said it, I was like, holy crap, I didn't even think that. Yeah, they, about the... They didn't, they didn't let you think that. You're like, oh, DNA tests. And, it was oh, the little you know, girl that went and did it herself. She was so cute. And, but then you started thinking, like, once Richard, like, ex- you know, questioned it, like, then my mind said, hey, wait a minute. He's right. The report was just done by a 12-year-old. Right. You know, or... And, you know, it could have been done by anybody, you mm-hmm. know, and, and for, for Luke to... I don't think that they're that malicious... But you never know. Right. you got to be careful. Um, one other, and Lorelai is explaining to Luke, this is what her parents done. They they suck you in and make you think they care about you. She's like, they referred to us as family, validating us as a couple. And Luke was like, what's this feeling in my chest? This anger makes a paralyzing weakness. And she's like, you've been Gilmored. That's what <laughs> they do. Um, so that was pretty funny. And, again, this is how they bring the title of the episode into the script. So it's pretty cool. Um, one other big thing was that um, Emily mentioned at dinner about their wedding date being June 3rd. And I liked Luke there. He wasn't like, June 3rd, the wedding's been postponed. We're not getting married June 3rd. He yeah. just gives Lorelai this look, and then they talk about it later. He doesn't embarrass her in front right. of her Right, he didn't dime her out, which, would, which is what I was expecting to mm-hmm. happen. And I'm glad that it didn't because that makes the show less predictable you know, you're not like, oh, no, he's going to spill the beans, and then they're going to have a fight about it. And they didn't. He, he played it cool, and he took it up with her later. He said, what's with uh, June 3rd, you know? And I know that we got an email before that we were being too hard on Luke about the way he's been acting lately, about postponing the wedding and things like that. But I don't know. 
I just think that, I mean, he, he had other relationships, too. Yeah, he got married. Yeah. Other relationships? He right. dated and got married. Right. It wasn't like he just waited around for Lorelai all this time. He did get married. Remember that. And I'm sorry. They are engaged. And even if something like this happened with David and me, I don't think it'd be like, okay, we just won't get married right now. You know, it shouldn't change how he feels about Lorelai just because he has a kid. Right, yeah. If they can work through it, which obviously they've been able to do or they're going to be able to do because of Lorelai being as cool as she is, uh, there, there's no real reason to postpone the wedding. They should be able to, you know, move on with that. Hell, even it's a, it's a short time frame, but hell, maybe even include um, April. April. You know, right. maybe not the mom because she's in the background, but, you know, just, you know, some kind of part in the wedding for April or just have April attend, you know, so she can be, start to slowly be introduced into the family. That's a great way for her to be introduced because, you know, the whole town's going to turn out for that wedding. And so for April to see what influence Luke and Lorelai have on the town would be great for her. And I do think that Luke and Lorelai acted more like their normal selves in this episode. The last episode, they were both pretty tense around each other. But this episode, she was bossing him around, giving, giving him chores to do at the end like she always did. So that was okay. I think the only person that had a problem with that was Michelle. He got pretty... At first, I was like, well, maybe just he just hates Luke because he kept talking about how Parker, their old handyman, was great. And I guess that he'd either been laid off or something as Laurel, I was trying to save money or he quit and she didn't replace him and she's just having Luke pick up the slack. I don't know. I didn't really understand that, but anyway, I guess it all boiled down to the fact that Michelle missed all the time that him and Lorelai used to spend together, where they'd have coffee and make out a list for what the maintenance guy needed to do, and yeah. he was he was putting on Luke being there in his as his defense mechanism, basically. Right, and it, it had nothing to do with the plot, but it was just one of those great things about Gilmore Girls that you know one of these characters is still a valid member of the show and you know he has feelings and you know with the changes come a, a different relationship between him and Lorelai and he expressed that with his little you know hissy fit that he threw in the kitchen but yeah it's nice it was it was cool and I did have another quote that I liked from this part where um Michelle was like, yeah, you don't even have to pay Luke. He just does what all your chores for you. And she was like, I did have to pay him. I gave him a coupon good for 100 snuggles. Parker always turned up his nose at my snuggle bucks. <laughs> that was pretty cute. That was one of the Laure funny Lorelai little Snug bits. Snuggle bucks, huh? Yeah, snuggle bucks. Cute. Yeah. Next, the biggest thing in this episode. Yeah, uh, the next big plot mover. Yeah. It's got to do with Rory, Logan, Paris, and Christopher. So... If you remember last episode, Paris was Howard Hughes it. She still was this episode where she's stuck in her little bunker in the yeah. in the newspaper room. Making making soup on a hot plate inside <laughs> of a newspaper wallpaper, you know, cubicle, as yeah. they say. Um, and the last issue of the paper, Rory had to get out without Paris because all the staff had quit and they all pulled it together at the last minute. So Rory walks into the paper and everybody's in there voting, and they've decided to kick Paris out as editor. Um, they've made a decision, and so they're like, we haven't told her yet because she won't. nobody can get her to come out of her little office that she's got. And Rory's like, okay, I'll do it. And she does a good way. Has a, She's very, uh, I think she's going to be a really good journalist about getting people to 
do stuff the way that she wants him to, because it's exactly what she did with Paris. She was like, Paris, we've known each other, what, five plus years? We were just a couple of rosy cheek kids. And she was reminding her, she's like, you want to be a doctor and a lawyer. Of course, Paris <laughs> reminds her that no, she wants to be a surgeon and a judge. But she's like, you don't have time for this. You're too busy for this. You're, you look tired. Being editor is just not the job for you. Yes. You don't want to have that job. Yeah, and then Paris does the commendable thing and goes out and, like, you know, officially resigns from her, right. from her post and says that, you know, the, the Yale Daily News is, has accomplished bigger things than me and has, you know, dealt with bigger issues and I, I can step down and I know that the, the newspaper will be just fine. So it's not like she, she didn't feel like she got fired that way. But then they end up electing Rory to be editor in a consensus, which I think was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So then Paris catches wind of that and she kicks Rory out of her apartment. Kicks her out, like kicks her out. Like already has her stuff out in the hallway. <laughs> right. It was pretty funny. Yeah. I feel bad for Paris, but... I don't know. She kind of deserved it, you know. She'll get over it. She'll be all right. I hope this doesn't make... I know that Rory, Paris told Rory that they're not friends anymore. Know, they got plenty more time in the season for that to come around and them to reconcile. And Plus, she's in the opening credits. Right. Know? She is, but I mean, I, I want to see more of Paris because she's, she's really good for comic relief, I think, a lot yeah, of the times. She was, she was definitely, you know, upset about it. What are you going to do? So Rory has to find a new place to live. She looks all over campus and the newspaper, and there's nothing. So she calls Logan, and he's really excited about her being editor and very supportive, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And then he, you know, she tells him that she doesn't have a place to live, and she was like, "My books look sad. Can books look sad? Because they're all out in the hallway with her, basically staring at her because yeah. they're homeless too." It was a very cute quote. Yeah, and so then Logan asks Rory to move in, and she's a little bit hesitant at first but she knows she really doesn't have any other options yeah she she recognized it as a big step in the relationship and i think he saw it as a logical thing like oh you don't have a place i'm gonna got, fix it i've got tons of room let me fix that i don't think that he saw it as that relationship step that it is you know but you them, have to remember that logan just acts on his instincts he doesn't really think stuff out a lot where rory is the one who plans and makes pro-con list. She didn't really have time to make a pro-con list about this. I'm sure she might later. So, big, big news. They moved in together. Then Lorelai reminds Rory that, hey, your dad's the one paying for Yale. Maybe you should have something to do with him. And so she invites Christopher to take a tour of Yale. Coincidentally, the same day that she moves in with her boyfriend. Right. (laughs) Um, But Lorelai had warned her not to bore him to death on the tour like she'd done. Um, the girl from Chilton, when she visited, she was like, don't take him to the library, don't show him all your classes, and don't make him touch the toe, you know, the big statue on campus. That's good luck. So that was pretty funny. And so she takes him on tour of Yale, and these hot girls start checking him out. She's like, I hate having hot parents. The same thing happens with my mom, which is true, but, I mean, they were 16 when they had her, so yeah, what do you expect? Yeah. But he wants to see where she lives, and she's She's like, uh, I don't know. He should have known something was up when he, like, passed the bellboy and, like, you know. The lobby and the doorman, and it was all nice. And he's thinking, I'm not paying for this. Right. Someone's already paying for this. So then he finds out that just, you know, it's the three of them that are living together. Rory, Logan, and the devil. That's right. All three of them. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Logan's apartment, like you said, is very nice. It's I know, and and they never explain why he moved from his dorm room style place. Maybe it's because it's a new semester, but they didn't talk about it at all. 
you were in front of that dorm room with a couch and like you know the little window it's stuff. It's a whole new year actually, because that was last. Oh, I'm sorry, not school year, just, yeah. Uh, not a semester. But they a were whole just new always year. in the pool house. Right. In the fall. So now he's got this place, and that's fine. They, you know, he's, but he's, that's what happens when you get older in college too. Paris moved off campus. He moved off campus. You right. know. But it's of course he's loaded. So yeah, when you're still, a Huntsberger and you move off campus. Right. Well, come to find out. Logan and Christopher had already met before, but that was at Richard and Emily's wedding when everybody caught Rory and Logan making out. So they had never formally met, but they hit it off really well. They found out they'd gone to like the same private, gotten kicked out of the same private school when they were younger, and he's got an Xbox 360. And so Chris is the hip, young, rich dad, and so they're all getting along. And yeah, but I thought Christopher was a little too friendly. Yeah, me too. But then we found out later he calls. Rory tells him, hey, I want to tell Mom about this. She doesn't know yet. But then Christopher can't stand it, and so he ends up calling Lorelai, and he's like, I'm trying to play it cool because he's actually really nice. He even asked Lorelai if, if he can like Logan or not. <laughs> he was like, do we hate him? And she's like, you can have whatever opinion you have of him that you want. I don't really like him. But um, he's like, I really like the guy, but, you know, this is freaking me out that our little girl's living with the guy. And so... At least you know that he's actually being somewhat of a dad by being freaked out by it, as yeah. he should. And him, him calling Lorelai and letting her know, you're thinking, oh, he's kind of ratting her out. But at the same time, he's, he's being wanna, a parent. Yeah, he's being a parent. You want to let her know, you know what I mean, just in case Rory kept it from her for a couple of weeks or whatever. So right after Christopher tells Lorelai, Rory calls and tells Lorelai, and she sounds really fakely supportive, so much so that Rory... Rory's like, Dad told you, didn't he? And she's like, dang it, I was doing so well. But she's, you know, she's pretty supportive. I think she's also kind of afraid to tell Rory she's making a mistake because last time she did, Rory moved in with her parents. So. Uh, yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't want to get on her bad side or, like, you know, come down on her really harsh. But I don't know. Maybe she should express the way she really feels about the fact that they're living together. <sighs> yeah, but she's also going to remember that Rory's, you know, 21 years old now and she's big girl and can make her own decisions too so overall it's a pretty good episode yeah big things happen it wasn't like anything shocking happened because yeah. we kind of knew about and it and the the stuff that we co- we're covering here in the podcast is like just some of the plot lines it's if you haven't watched you, the episode you've got to watch it yeah you're not missing it like by listening to this podcast there's still tons of other content tons of other dialogue great gilmoreisms you know that happened in this episode so we've only touched on a few quotes and yeah things like that. We, we could have this thing last a couple hours if we wanted to on just this one episode uh, it, was, it was such a great episode, but we're not going to. Uh, we're, we're thinking more, you know, quality over quantity. Uh, we figured you guys would want a tighter show, a nice 30-minute show to listen to instead of hours and hours of us rambling on about, you know. Because we should talk about the show a lot on our own. We're always talking about it just between the two of us, but you probably don't want to hear all the everything we yeah, say. Yeah, and we have, me and Alicia have inside jokes, but, you know, the you, you guys as our listeners, you could care less, mm-hmm. so we're going to spare you. So the next episode, um, normally you get something from the previews, but these previews sucked. Dude, dude they had, the previews, it wasn't even a preview. It was graphics on the screen, you know, Valentine graphics. It showed Valentine. a picture of Logan and Rory and Luke and Lorelai eating lunch together. Ooh, eating lunch together. And what? it was like a Gilmore Valentine getaway. Yeah, that's so, like, I don't, were they trying to add a level of suspense to it? I mean, yeah, it, it lands on Valentine's Day. This has got to be some, like, you know... Uh, WB executives idea this is not like, anybody that's got artistic talent and w- makes you 
want to watch the next episode and hooks you. You know what I mean? Like me and you are the type of people that will watch a watch a series a year out so we can watch it on DVD, DVDs without commercials. But for us to wait a whole other week for for what? For Valentine's getaway? If it wasn't for the Gilmore Girls podcast and letting you know exactly what's going to go down in this next episode, hell, I wouldn't watch it. Well. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm a Gilmore Girls fan. But, I mean, if I was just one of those casual watchers of it, you're not giving me a cliffhanger. Okay. Well, luckily you've got us here to fix that. I do go to the WB.com and SpoilerFix.com to get my info. Um, SpoilerFix.com has a lot of spoilers for the whole season, but we only go one show out. And it's basically just what the WB discloses that's going to happen. So what really happens, in case you couldn't figure it out from the previews, because I sure as hell couldn't have, um, Valentine's Day's coming up. Roy and Logan ask Luke and Lorelai to hang out at Martha's Vineyard with them because, of course, the Huntsburgers have a house there. Yeah, they want a house out there. So this is going to be the first time that the four of them have really spent time together, like dinner, things like that, because uh, Luke had the same encounter with him that Christopher did at the wedding, and that was about it. So, of course, Luke's overprotective dad figure and he's got an attitude towards Logan he doesn't like the guy but that attitude quickly changes when he realizes oh no it's Valentine's Day and I forgot to get a present for Lorelai and then Logan ends up letting him him take one one of the many presents he got Rory so that was pretty cool Lorelai tells Luke that she's really concerned that they're never going to get married and he reassures her that they will get married soon I don't think they set a specific date again but then the big thing is, is that Mr. Hunksberger shows up at the end of the weekend and gives Logan a hard time for ignoring his responsibilities in the family business. And Rory hasn't talked to Mitchum since their last encounter where he told her she was not a good reporter. Yeah, that's going to be really awkward. That's going to be awkward, and I hope that they get something resolved so that, you know, Logan and her can solidify. But Lori, Lorelai hates the guy, and she's never met him. So this would be, like, the oh, first time she's met him, really. I thought about that. Except, like, when Richard was like, oh, he gave you a doll for Christmas. She doesn't remember that. <laughs> yeah. Because as an adult, where her their kids are dating, this is the first time that she's encountered him, so... It's yeah, gonna that's, be pretty good. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah, so I think it's gonna be a good episode. Maybe I was thinking maybe one of the reasons they didn't show previews is because it's more like an on location type thing, and they didn't want to. I don't know, because I mean, if they're gonna be at the vineyard, they're not gonna have a set built. They're they're gonna be on location somewhere. But for they've it, got so. hours of footage from the episode. I don't know. Maybe that they, they can pick from. Maybe they were in a hurry and didn't have time. I don't like these excuses. Those <laughs> okay. are the kind of excuses you have when you have a podcast. <laughs> when you have a, you know, the number 13 show in America. Okay, so this is something unrelated to any specific episode, but we did have somebody post a comment wanting to know why we hate Jess yeah, because they we, like him. I'm, I know some of you out there like Jess. We get a couple of emails too about this. You know, why our our dis, you know, our dislike of of Jess. And I don't dislike him. I just hate the guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you have to. We've. I think we've said this before. We know that Logan's not perfect. I've never said the guy was, but between Dean, Jess, and Logan, Logan's the best out of the three. Dean might have been a good guy, but now he's Dean, Dean, the cheating machine. So he he's not even. He doesn't even get a rank anymore. Mm-mm. He's he's out. Lost his status. So now between Jess and Logan, Jess can't look you in the eye. 
Yeah, he's not, he doesn't have those, you know, the the manliness to him. You know what I mean? Like he's, he just he's seems a wuss. so he just seems so apathetic yeah. about a lot of different stuff. Now you have to remember our opinion of Jess was formed way before they ever showed this last episode where he's turned his life around. Right. But that was only ten minutes, and Jess is a pathological liar, so you can't always. Ag- rely on everything he says yeah good point the guy lies he'll say rory i love you and then he'll abandon her to go to california new york wherever mm. that's not cool and he, and he did leave rory hanging a couple times you big know? time yeah, yeah. Did, uh leaves a bad taste in the mouth so he's not a man of principle at all no not not like uh like logan is you know logan's very you know morals and you know well except for the whole you know don't mind having a felony every now and then, but no. But I mean, like he's he's a man of principle. Right. That's what I'm saying. I agree with you. And don't think that Jesse's going to come back on the show anytime Not soon. Not going to happen. I see I see posts on forums and on other websites like, oh, he's coming back. It's going to be now, great. No, I will say this. I have read that he's going to come back. He for, might be on an episode. He's going to come back for one episode in April. I read. I'm not saying that's true for sure, but we do know that he's on a new show on the WB starting this spring. I think called The Bedford Diaries. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to be on both shows. Yeah. He went on to his own show like Dean did. Yeah, The Bed Boy Diaries is going to take up way too much of his time. <laughs> Bedford, smart Whatever. aleck. Whatever. So, Lame. sorry for you Jess fans, it's either going to be Logan or you're going to bring right. somebody new in. Or maybe Marty, the, who knows. The only the only thing I, I want to put out here, just so you can put it in perspective for me, I can't speak for Alicia, but for me, since the, the time when I watched Jess, you know, uh, come into the show and leave the show, uh, I, I wasn't watching it week to week, or it spanned, you know, a whole se- a season in real time. I was we watched I watched it on DVD, so it was back to back and I got to see him as a, you know, as a as a character and I didn't have time to like care about him. Care about him. You know, I, I wasn't thinking about him from ne- from Tuesday to, till the next Tuesday. I just, you know, I saw him I was like, "Yeah, this guy's a chode, whatever." And, you know, and I was glad when he was gone. Yeah, same thing for me. I mean, we got we started watching this show when Logan was coming into the picture. Granted, we went back and watched all the other episodes, but we were able to quickly compare the three. We didn't ever learn to like Jess before we knew about Logan, like some of you might have. Right. So some people might just like him just because that's who you knew or, you know. And he might have been fine for Rory in high school, but as she's growing up and becoming, you know, she's going to be a college graduate and a professional adult soon, he's not the type of person she needs. I just think of him as a wet blanket. Anything she does, it's going to be really great. He'll find some way to bring it down. Yeah. Don't like that at all. Okay, so you had a couple other things you wanted to mention yeah, before we so, wrap it up. So that that was it. That's why that's why I hate Jess. And, uh, uh, same so, thing for me. So uh, we've got some new ways to uh, have people contact us, and uh, other podcasts are doing this. Some jumping on the bandwagon uh, instead of investing, you know, money which we don't have to have a eight hundred number, a telephone number. Uh, we're uh, accepting wave files. So if you're running Windows, you can you know go into your programs and then uh, accessories and like media or like you know communications or something. You click on a little thing and it brings up a wave recorder. If you got a microphone, you just record a little blurb, whether it's a comment or uh, you know criticism on on our show or you know uh, something you liked about Gilmore Girls, whatever. Even if it's from episodes ago, hell, you can, you can even make a comment about seasons ago, whatever. Uh, if if it's Interesting, and we think that the other listeners would like like to hear your comments. We'll put it on the show. And did you have somebody you wanted to talk oh, about? Yeah, <laughs> I ran into a guy at work. I, I, don't, I can't remember how it came up. I think somebody was teasing me for watching Gilmore Girls, you know. And I said, not only do I watch Gilmore Girls, but uh, me and my wife produce a podcast about Gilmore Girls, and we've got you know 
tons of listeners and they're all around the world and they're really great fans of the show and and then they they take some of that love of the show and they they spread it around and they give it a little bit to us for our podcast and they're making fun of it and this old this older guy that i work with i mean he's got to be in his 50s and to us that's old i'm sorry if that offends some of you (laughs) (laughs) sorry but just like some people that you just don't think i never thought that you know that you know the older people would be the demographic but he says i watch gilmore girls I said, you watch Gilmore Girls? And he then says, he was like, he says, what do you think about Lorelai? Yeah, what do you think she, like, I can't believe she did that. I'm like, oh my, <laughs> what? Like, Luke, he said, Luke is just being pig-headed. And I was like, I didn't even know how to react. I was like, yes, he is. And I was like, okay. <laughs> that was pretty cool. So we started talking about it. I came home and told Alicia about it. She thought it was great. So if, if you're if you're an older person or you're, you're outside the demographic that, you know, is the people think that, that, that that's great. I, I think it's the show encompasses many different walks of life. So I thought that was really great to hear. Make sure you check us out next Friday night for the episode, our episode seven podcast after Vineyard Valentine this coming Tuesday on Valentine's Day. That's right. So happy Valentine's Day. Yep. I hope you get to watch it with your Valentine. That'd be pretty cool. And make sure you email us if you have any questions. Email me at Alicia at GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com. That's right. And I am Dave at GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com. Or you can post a comment or put feedback on our feedback page on our GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com website. Right. And we're, we're updating that stuff, so there'll be some videos there, some interviews and things. So. Or you can always give us a review on iTunes if you want. That's great. Tell your friends. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>